Hello there. Everything leading up to this moment has been rehearsal. The real performance is about to begin. I'm counting on it. Woo! What's up, everybody? You have now tuned in to the Outer Rim Beacon, your frequency for everything in that galaxy far, far away. From the Justifier to Longest Winter, we've got you covered. My name's Justin. I'm one of the hosts here of the show. Joining me today, as always, are my special co-hosts. This is Josh. Are those ship names? Yes. Okay. The Justifier was Cad Bane's, and The Longest Winter belonged to Zutan. Ah, uh, yes, The Justifier. Very obscure ref- this reference. Was, uh, this was my, in my window into making Justin Timberlake jokes at one point. Mm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was Justin being a little narcissistic. Uh, this <laughs> is Kyle, and I got to say, I'm... I, like it just brings me a little bit of joy every time that the intro music's playing and you guys like jam out to it. Everybody was drumming oh, and yeah, singing man. along. I mean, it's a banger. What can you say? It is. It is. I need the extended cut <laughs> of that though. Okay, that's uh, gotta make one, I guess, uh, <laughs> or <laughs> the, the whole, remix. One of the, the two. Right now, <laughs> <laughs> I need the remix or the extended cut of that, and uh, I'll be happy. There's um, there's a, another another song that we play a lot of times that uh, I love to listen to too. <laughs> Oh, we're jumping right into it. Ooh, a little classic. This Slow is classic compared to the banger say. we just had. Yeah. <laughs> a throwback. Yeah, we uh, we like to talk about celebration here, and uh, we are Somebody's fourteen got weeks, one hundred and two right? days from recording. Ooh. Holy crap! One hundred and two days, yeah, people. Um, <clears throat> fourteen weeks out. Uh, no official word on anything yet, but considering we just held a Super Bowl in Los Angeles, uh, I'm pretty sure at this point people they're were there. going through I with saw, it. Noticed oh, there a, was a couple lucky, of people in this in the stadium. There was a few yep. in attendance. Yeah, buying twenty dollar beers and so you'd think <laughs> other they'll things. let people into Anaheim Convention Center. Yeah, um, so I am assuming at this point it is still a go. We haven't heard anything otherwise to indicate that it's not. Um, I know they extended the vendor deadline date a couple weeks ago. Um, I don't remember what the deadline date was, but I saw that they pushed that out. So I am assuming at this point we should hopefully be hearing something soon. I'm going to be mad if I show up and there's no cast and crew there, though. You know what I mean? Like, I like (laughs) you guys, but we don't have to fly all the way to California for that. Kyle would be like the... John Travolta yeah. meme with his coat over his arm looking like, around like where is everybody? Where, I can I can where buy is the toys everybody online? in the convention center. <laughs> well, you mentioned the Super Bowl and all I like a lot of what I saw was this famous person and that famous person and like there might have been more yep. celebrities at this place than there were regular normie people. So LeBron James. you have no excuse for not coming out and taking pictures on the other side of plexiglass with us. But I'll be honest with you, they could book two guests and I'll be there. Ewan the McGregor <laughs> and Rosario Dawson. That's all I yeah. need. Uh, we are getting the, well, the show starts, what, that, is it the day before? Or the day after, it's the day before. Day before the con starts. Yes. So, uh, will we I all mean, already be gonna, there? Uh, we'll be in yeah. transit at least. I get a watch party somewhere. Somebody bring uh, your Roku. We'll probably be we'll... watching it in the 
airport before we fly out, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, because we flew out Wednesday. Yeah, I would assume we're going Wednesday, and then uh, I believe we'll the, watch it there. Yeah, the the Wednesday is the actual day that our countdown is counting down to, uh, ah. which is probably the day before actual <sighs> celebration begins. I'll tell you it, what, maybe our travel I, day. One hundred and one days, then. I tell you what, sorry. Our zero hour is bringing a lot of heat then, (laughs) with the drop of Kenobi, the going to celebration, tons of stuff. That's a a big event day. That's that's pretty good. Sounds like only two things, but we're gonna check into a hotel. Hey, you know what? (laughs) I'm gonna get on an airplane. I'm gonna go into a hotel. Have a cocktail or something. (laughs) Yeah, I might have a cocktail on the plane. Whoo. I don't do. Do they still serve alcohol on planes? I think I they read it just or they just started doing it again. Did they do it again? Yes. Oh my goodness! I didn't know good, they stopped. Good, good, good. Just yeah, they stopped for well, a while because yeah, these the fool MAGA people getting duct taped to chairs. Do you know who I am? Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't want it to slow down my flight, but God, I'd love to see somebody get duct taped to a, to a chair on one of my flights. Yeah, I don't I want mean, anybody to get. I, well, I mean. Other than people, duct tape people, burn, you gotta respect. You gotta hurt, respect. I'd like to see it. The airline people, they are yeah. stuck in a giant can, going back and forth all, all day. Especially those like well, commuter flights that are like an hour, right? Like or two hours, where they're just going back and forth between yeah. two cities, like all day. Man, you gotta respect those people a little bit. Cut them a break. Don't get on their case. Be yeah. cool and leave your shoes on. <laughs> Come That's on, just good manners on a plane. Oh, people are gross. Some of the stuff people do on planes. Uh. Ooh. I recently found out my brother is a person who takes his shoes off at the movie theater, and I was revolted to even be related to I hope you're listening to this, Connor. Get your life together. (laughs) 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 Anyway, for 14 weeks, 101 days, and we will be at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim. Hope to see you there as well. Um, for those that tuned in, we did our last Friday night live stream, uh, before the, well, for the final episode of book of Boba Fett. Thank you everybody for jumping on the live stream. Yeah. Thanks for checking out. Uh, we're, we'll probably take a pause for a little bit, at least until Obi-Wan comes back out and then we'll jump back on that. Yeah. We'll get, uh, we'll get Ooh, some more man. guests coming on the show. How are we going to do that um, live? How are we going to do that live stream from California? Oh, Where there's a will, point. there's a way, my man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got to we'll figure, figure it out, out. because we'll it'll be live out. from celebration. Well, just I mean, on we our own probably phones, do like it the exact same way we normally do. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Except we'd be in the same we'll room. Just be so together, like, yeah. <laughs> right? Hey, can right. you can you pipe down? My mic's picking you up. <laughs> right, um, but yeah. So thank you, everybody who jumped on. We loved having you guys on the live streams. They're a ton of fun. Thanks for joining us, and we'll get information out to you when we bring those back up again. Um, we did have a little bit of news this week. I don't know if you guys caught Hasbro Fan Fest that was out last week. It was Wednesday, I think. No, I just wait week. for you to tell us what's coming out. Same. Um, <laughs> Why was, watch it when know, Justin's going to watch it? Tell you everything. I know. I watch. Really good, I listen we'll to a, it. Uh, I jot it down in the uh, group group chat. So, <laughs> yes, no, you're, it's, our, uh, you're our toy guy. I I would say this. There's a lot of stuff coming out that's not so hot. I mean, stinkers I in the pipeline. You pretty much yeah. Well, actually, the pipeline was the best part about it. It's the stuff they got coming out here in a couple weeks that is rough so after the pipeline um 
more pipeline. <laughs> the end of the pipeline? The end of the <laughs> pipeline. It just spews out into wherever. Um, our, our Black Rectum, Series Archive. Yeah. <laughs> Black <laughs> Series Archive. 3PO, Lando and Skiff Guard, Dengar and Palpatine. Do any of those really wow You're you guys in the, the archive bit line? For Dengar? Okay. No. Nope. I'm good. Um, gaming greats, they do have the Jedi Fallen Order Knight Brother Archer coming out, so that will go nicely mm. with your current Knight Brother. Um, the no one has that collection, yet. No, he's that's a new, totally new figure, I believe. Five uh, O First in Vintage Collection, they have the Five O First Legion Clone Trooper on a Clone Wars card bag. Now, the only thing that I had issue with with this was that. Patrick, the, who does, he's in the marketing group with with Hasbro and and does a lot of these streams. It said something they were inspired by, or they, you know, since it was brought up recently with the five hundred first in the flashback in Book of Boba Fett. And I'm like, well, why are we sticking this on a Clone Wars card back and not a Book of Boba Fett card back or something yeah. else? But anyway, so that figure's coming back again. That's a, a reprint Is of a figure that already the, exists. Uh... Oh, the the five hundred first Legion is a reprint. Is that what you said? Yeah, oh, that clone trooper has no, been on vintage collection card back for since two thousand twelve, I think. Um, it's it's an older one, but I mean, they ha- he's been out. It's just a reprint on a different card back. It's an older um, figure, but it still checks out. <laughs> agreed. <laughs> well played. The new one, this next one. The is new the one, one that, that they, really pissed me off. Here, yeah. So the throne room playset. Jabba's throne room playset with carded uh, thick bib Fortuna. It is not classic bib. It is thick bib Fortuna, who is only in Book of Boba Fett for like five seconds before he gets murked. Just long enough to die. This thing is a whopping $230. $230 for this. I mean, he's chunky. It's not that much bigger. $230. Come on, Hasbro. What is this made out of? Give me a break. It is it is a sizable playset. The little thing that Jabba used to sit on moves in and out just like it would if there was a Rancor pit under it. It comes with 50 accessories, most of which consists of pots They're and dumb. pans. They're like little skillets. They're dumb. <laughs> it's skillets, pots, How do you pans, look? cups. You've got some nerve calling it a playset. A playset <laughs> and charging $230. Give me... Here, Tommy, I got you a playset for your birthday. Just cost yeah. Yeah. $230. That's all. Yep. Give me a break. Um, I mean, the card back figure, it is it is a limited... From what I gather, they've sold about a third of the allotment of this so far. That People was at least crazy. last week when I saw this. So, Justin's already got two of them, and I'm here talking smack, but no, no, people are crazy. No, I, and, and the thing is, is like I know the Bib Fortuna on the card back would probably pay for that playset in and of itself, but if the playset was actually cool, like I wanted it, then sure i could totally justify that but what am i gonna do like with here i'll sell my bib fortuna but keep the pots and pans what, Honestly, what, what am i doing here i don't even love the premise that like i'll play i'll pay a ridiculous amount for a child's toy because i'll be i'll probably be able to sell it on the aftermarket mm-hmm. for a profit like yeah. oh geez oh pete's that's so gross on like so many levels i hate that i hate everything about that yeah um more Hasbro reveals the pipeline reveals. Now these were actually kind of cool. There is a vintage collection Anakin from episode two. Again, that one has been done before, but 
still it's a nice figure the vintage collection mandalorian is commando up again? is new uh yes he's ponchoed okay. with the you know braid, we like I a think. poncho so, here at, at the yeah. rim beacon agreed um vintage collection mandalorian commando looks really good right. that one i believe is all new and then Black Series Ayla Sakura. Ah, I'm so annoyed that Excited it's a Black Series. for that one. They're so expensive now. That's going to be a dope figure. Yep. And it's going to cost $30. Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, Maul Clone Wars Season 7 Very in Black Series, which is pretty cool. And then Saw Gerrera in Black Series, Good which is him. also cool. I love that. Yes. Um, and then future archive pipelines consists of Black Series Han Solo in The Force Awakens. Meh. Our notes say Han um, Solo. Hilarious. That used to be my, uh, my <laughs> fantasy football's team name. So. Um, <laughs> Chewie, archive Chewie for A New Hope. Tarkin and Leia in Bausch. Boosh. Boosh. Outfit, disguise. Um, all last- of. All of Wave 32 Black Series went up for pre-order after they started showing up in Targets last week. Um, Ahsoka in Mando. Uh, Got it. Season in the Mando Season 2. Omega. Got Echo. It. The Got Client. It. And get it. Death Watch Mandalorian, which Got is it. a cool looking figure. Those all went up for pre-order that same day or the day after the Fan Fest. Sorry. Um, you can go get them now from any major retailer, but those were all of the announcements. And then just announced today, before we get available too far away, for, can we clarify one thing? That is Saw yes. Gerrera, like Wheezy oh, Rogue One, Wheezy Limpy Rogue One, Saw Gerrera. Yes, not any yes. Clone Wars. Not version. yeah, yeah, yep. Just or Rebels sure. version. Or Rebels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, it is Rogue One version of Saw Gerrera. Uh, and then just announced today. Uh, available Wednesday, no, Tuesday, sorry, Tuesday the 15th, Black Kersantan, Black Series figure just dropped, it released. Um, it is in the comic book style uh, packaging that they did the um, the Luke and some the Jackson and those other figures With in, the, it's like, in that same packaging. Front. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, cool packaging. In, in the, I, I've seen a lot of people already complaining about this. The figure, Shut they're it. like, well, all you did was take a Chewbacca body and you painted it black and you threw some oversized armor on because he does look really skinny on the figure. But if you look at the comic book adaptation of BK, <clears throat> excuse me, BK, it does look similar to that comic book version, not what you just saw in Book of Boba Fett, where he was massive and his armor looked almost too small for him. Um. He will well, be available know, for no $27.99. Yeah, yeah. He will be available for $27.99. And then also available tomorrow in Vintage Collection is Migs Mayfeld, Costca Reeves, and Axe Woves. Available the 15th at 1 o'clock at most major retailers, I believe. Very dope. Look, yeah, look, those I, I'm excited for. There's a bunch of those, those figures those three I'm excited that for. I'm excited for, uh, but... Hasbro is about to be on my list like Funko and not for the same reason, but like these price points I'm going to buy. If I want a BK, a saw, a mall and an Ala Sakura, I'm spending a hundred dollars, probably more. Mm-hmm. My yep. goodness. That's crazy yep. for four figures. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Like They've really narrowed it down to like, game. what do you want to collect? Do you want, the 3.75 do you want the black series do you want 
you know, are you doing Mission Fleet? Are you doing, you know, the, what is it, the toy box stuff from Disney? You they definitely really, can't like, just grab everything you like anymore. Nope. I mean, I can't. I, I'm not rich enough to do that anyway. I wish I could. Or you're, but there's just, or you're just focused on, like, the characters you like. Like, I, you know, if you love Boba Fett, you're buying all the Boba Fett stuff and you don't care about anybody that. else. Good luck with that. There's but. three a week. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, um, but yeah, those are, are available tomorrow. Um, average vintage collection figure, I think, is like $14.99 now. So that's even expensive. It's like $15. But yeah. again, those three figures I'm actually super stoked about. And the yep, car backs look cool. There's a few cool. good ones so, coming out. Yep, yep. Um, and then the last bit of news we had, uh, unfortunately, no Obi-Wan trailer during the Super Bowl. Sad face. I was a little bummed. I was hoping for like a little teaser, something hello there, yeah. or like something like that. We got nada. So um, instead, we got Disney with goats and super talking about goats. But it would have so. been cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So that was our news of this week. Um not a lot, but uh, some interesting figure stuff there for you. So um, to put us kind of in the mood, since it was the epic conclusion. Josh loves this jam right here. He's, he's he really likes the, rocking his the head. new version they did for the finale. Trash. <laughs> I hate it so much. Boba Somebody Fett. said if you listen to this, it sounds like, um, uh, what's his name from... Uh, Shoot, the little dude that that messed up 3PO in um, Rise Bob, of Skywalker. Babu Frick. Babu Frick, yeah. Somebody said it sounds like Babu Frick when it gets to the high stuff. I'm not hearing it, but sure, whatever. The amount of people on Twitter who were like, today I learned that they say Boba Fett's name in the song, and it's like, no, it's a different track. No, dog. Like, I knew, I knew from the moment it, I, from the moment I heard it, I was like, that wasn't like that before. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, it was uh I like the song. It grew on me over the uh the course of, like of the too. season. And I, uh, I like it more because Josh gets annoyed by it. So it's like a two <laughs> That could be why too. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. Uh, oh we had Did you guys hold on, oh, I'm I'm sorry. Whoa. I, I just Boba we're, Fett, ju- where? we're just at the done the, just at the end of news. So people were freaking out because uh someone I, it doesn't really matter who, but someone posted a picture and they were like drinking champagne and they were like wishing John Williams a happy birthday. And they said something about how he conducted something that night, yada, yada, yada. And then someone was like, what is it for? And they said, a TV project. Really? Ooh. I thought he was out of the Star yeah, Wars 90. game. I think he's basically out of the out of the game, really. Like, yeah. he, I think he's doing like Indy Five, and that's like his last like big movie thing he's doing. And that's just because he's admittedly said he can't say no to Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Could you? Could anyone? No. Yeah, that's that's tough. Uh, he, yeah, he, he just turned what ninety last week, two yeah. weeks ago. Be really cool if I we mean, got a theme sure or something. Would. Yeah. yeah, on the Kenobi nice. series or something. It'd have um, to be we, right. We did get uh, Jurassic Park. We did get a new. We got a new trailer for that. Oh, the other with the week. OG we got, peaks. Um, yeah, that one's going to be very yep. good. And we got the uh, Doctor Strange trailer yeah. dropped during the Super Bowl. Looks really good. Cannot wait for that. But yeah, no, uh, no Obi Wan trailer. I was a little mm-hmm. bummed. Not even a teaser. But that's okay. That's okay. We've got time. We've got time. I, I got to space it out, right? We got Boba Fett. Got a hundred. Give me a little bit of time. They don't need I to spend the public. 
it's going to sell that's itself. That's true. <laughs> that's very true. But now we've got um, this got precedent a time. of Ahsoka just popping around visiting people, so no, mm-hmm. no reason to expect she wouldn't pop over and visit uh, Obi-Wan at some point, maybe, right? This yeah. would have been a long time ago, I guess, but... I don't know. We'll see. I hope so. TBD. See her in all uh, the media, right? Yeah. Let's, uh, let's dive Dave into this. <laughs> That'll be the dead giveaway. Let's, uh, let's dive into this episode seven here. Um, in the name of honor, uh, the conclusion of the book of Boba Fett, writer John Favreau, director on this one was Robert Rodriguez. Cast consisted of all of the peoples. Everybody that we saw in the first six episodes, minus Luke Skywalker and Ahsoka Tano, were pretty much in this, and maybe some people who got wasted in the first six episodes. So, but all of our heroes pretty much are in this. Got our people. Yeah. No Gars of Whip, though. Yeah. Single tier. Yeah. Man, if she shows up at Celebration, though. Psh, Somebody will be cosplaying as her, I'm sure of it. Kyle, don't ruin it for the people. That's what I was going to go as. Oh, yeah? God. You were not yeah. who I was hoping. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that meme you posted, man. Uh, you got to follow me on Instagram at KB underscore legend for the dope uh, slash not super appropriate Garza foot memes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with the uh, synopsis, Kyle, break it down for us. Let's dive into Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, like Justin was saying, this was pretty much uh, everything coming together from the whole season. So uh, we jumped right into things about to pop off and Boba and Fennec are dispersing all their people um, all over Mos Espa. And we already have a clip for that. Mm-hmm. Mos Espa can become a prosperous city under our protection. Spice is killing our people. Let Marshal Vant and the people of Mos Pelga and Freetown is its name now. Let the people of Freetown, Freetown. know. They have my word. You can tell Cobb Vant himself when he arrives here with the reinforcements. You are confident he will come? I am. Well, if he does not, we are doomed. Bum, bum, bum. Our skill is no match for the Syndicate numbers. We must buy time until they arrive. We'll lock down at the palace. It's a bad idea. Is that so? It is. And where do you propose we wait for reinforcements? Here. Here. He's like, say what? These ruins. Nonsense. The palace offers greater protection. If you want to abandon Mas Espa and hide in your fortress, go ahead. We're staying. The people who live here need our protection. Dramatic pause for effect, and okay. Bubba goes. We'll stay. All right, we'll stay. He's kind of like Wrecker in that one scene. Oh, she—he's got a good point. Ah, he's yeah. got a good point. Yeah. Oh, she's got a good. It's point. never that hard to convince him of anything, <laughs> is it? Like he never—he never, no. he never no. really stands up for his own opinion much at all. But so and they, I. Yeah, go ahead, Justin. No, I was just going to say I over the course of this episode I actually found myself liking the bike the 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 kid gang, the Skittles gang, whatever you want to call them. I actually found myself liking them more through the course of this episode than I did in the previous episodes that we saw them. 
I, I still think they're like a little heavy-handed and corny, but that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> teach their own. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Uh, so they they've got their people spread out. One of them's in the Klatuinian area. One of them's in the Trandoshan area. One of them's in the uh uh whatever the Aqualish area. Aqualish. Yeah. Sorry. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, so they're just scouting out. They're going to let us know. Nobody can sneak up on us. They're, we're going to know when the pikes are moving in, whatever. Um, and then we cut to Cad Bane telling uh, the mayor and the leader of the pikes, or at least their representative here on Tatooine, that he took care of Cobb Vanth. And I thought this scene was interesting because it was like the classic the mayor is the politician who started working with these criminal elements. And he's like, you know, we're not going to hurt anybody. We're just going to, you know, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. And then we're all going to benefit. And he's realizing now that like, I didn't mean for anything to get blown up and I didn't mean for there to be all out war in the streets and all this stuff. And he's in way over his head and he thought he was in charge and he's really not in charge at all. Uh, And he is very much getting the picture uh, and it's way too late. He is, mm-hmm. uh, it's too late for him to get out of it. And Cad Bane, uh, tells them that he might have a way to draw Boba and his people out of the sanctuary where they decide to hole up like that clip we just played because like, um, like what's his name from the Pikes? It's not, we don't know who it is, right? It's not Marg Krim or any of the people that we've met no. before. It's just some random guy. He doesn't guy. have a name. Yeah, yeah, some unnamed pike. But he's like, yeah, we're going to lose a lot of people trying to take them when they're dug in in that sanctuary. And Cad Bane says, well, I think I got a way to kind of draw them out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting in this conversation. You're right, Kyle. The mayor still tries to, I don't, I don't even know, have pull? At this yeah. point, he was like, He's "I like, didn't no sign off on this. I didn't sign up." For yeah, this. no yeah. more. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa! What are you going to do at this point? Like, you're already like under the pikes. They don't care what you think anymore. It's not like they're just going to pull out and go, "Oh, we're so sorry," and we leave. No, you don't have any pull anymore. You're done. Well, I mean, granted, he's been watching Star Wars. He's like, ah, the pikes aren't scary. Yeah, the pikes are sissies. <laughs> they're, they're getting high on their own supply. You can just tell them and wander <laughs> off in the back. But like, he knew Mark Krim like. Yeah. What an on the nose, <laughs> yeah. like tropey classic thing to say to like, well, well, this isn't what I signed up for. Oh, uh, this is, I didn't, yeah. I didn't agree to this. Like you've heard it yeah. in every, like I made a deal with a loan shark or with a bad guy, um, situation in any movie you've ever watched. Uh, and, and I, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Kyle. Well, I was no, just going to move on to the next scene. This deal gets yeah, worse. Yeah. All go the ahead. Time. Go ahead. Yeah. The, the only, the only thing that I loved about that conversation though, was when they asked him if he convinced the marshal to stay out of it. And Cad Bane goes, yes. Like it was like a question mark. He's like, no, I really shot him, but sure. Yeah. He's out. He's good. He's gone. Which I, I since you commented on his speech, I will say, I do not understand any of the complaints about Cad Bane. I think as far as spot on translating an animated character to live action, he has been the best one. I think the voice has a lot to do with it because they actually used the voice and the fact that he's not a human face that probably helps too. But I think it is, I won't say perfect because mm-hmm. things can't be perfect, but it's real close. It's really, really, it's a really great. Good. 
great he, adaptation. And his voice is so specific um, that I, I love that it's, it's just him. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's great. So I, th- yeah. I think it might it, be but. the the best live action adaptation of a originally animated Star Wars character. I mm. think so. Mm-hmm. I think for sure it, it is. Yeah. I, I said that and then I was like, wait, how many of those have we had though? <laughs> I mean, Ahsoka would be the other one, right? Yeah. Live yeah. adaptation. We had Saw, which is also good. Saw is really yeah. good, but he also had the benefit of like a whole different design. Different, yeah. yeah. He's older and beat up and robotic and all right. that stuff. So it was kind of. I think BK would count same, too, technically, right? Yeah. Same kind of thing. Yeah. BK turned out really good too. So yeah, yep. oh, also right. excellent. But uh, mm-hmm. this this episode, we're rolling everything out right here in the beginning. They're getting all the cards on the table because it was basically these big action set pieces the whole time. So right then, after Cad Bane meets with the uh, important people, then we get an X wing landing in Pelly's. Mm-hmm. A little pad there, which is funny because she's like, "Oh, hide that, put that away, don't let him see that," because she thinks it's like, uh, "Hey, officer!" Basically, the cops coming in, and she's trying to hide all the contraband. <laughs> I, again, I know people's mileage varies on Pelly. I've always liked her I from like the her. beginning, uh, and she has grown on me even more. Uh, the hits keep on coming. I think she's great. I think yeah. she fits. Grogu, right. I wouldn't call you that. It's yeah. a terrible yeah. name. I loved that too. I thought it was great yep. because that's exactly how a lot of us reacted to. I, I mean, not like, me. What? I thought like, eh, whatever. That's a weird name. But I know a lot of people really hated it. And she's like, Grogu, that's a terrible name. I'm not calling yeah. you that. Which again, a lot of people still calling him Baby Yoda. Uh, it's great. Audience surrogate. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there we go. We got Grogu. Another little shot of R2. Seeing him flying mm-hmm. the X-Wing. Very, very cool. Irresponsible uh, of Luke, I'm just going to say. On, I know we love R2, but come on. You don't think this, he can be responsible for the X-Wing or for Grogu? For Grogu. You know Grogu's touching buttons and twisting knobs he's, and shit in there? He's precocious, that's for sure. Yeah, I, does uh, the, yeah does same the, thing. I just said I would it assume more the astromech yeah. can like override that, though. Like, wait, well, that's don't exactly, push that button. That's what exactly what I was going to ask. <laughs> would the astromech be able to override... The sentient pilot, though they probably wouldn't. Seems like that would. Seems like that would. Uh, Asimov's rules or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's a tough one. I don't know. Yeah, so, Luke's but like, who knows? Here, Luke's... don't let him. Don't let him take control. Let us know down in the comments what you think about. That. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leave us a comment. What was it? A, yeah. Should Luke have let R two supervise Groku? Yeah, uh, I think you make a point. Is probably a little irresponsible, but. Uh, for the story, A, would have been like, weird oh. if he had to ride on his lap the whole way, and B, then we've got Luke in the house and should have made the whole thing yeah. much, yeah. much simpler. Yeah. Well, he's probably yeah. like, oh, you didn't take the lightsaber? Screw off, kid. Get out of my plan. Yeah. Get out of <laughs> That's here. That's what it was. He was banished. Go back to your dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not my dad. You can't. Oh, make you me need a choose. dad. I never even had a dad. Actually, that's <laughs> like Luke could judge anyone for that because he went to great lengths for his horrible daddy. So whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. There true. we go. So we get straight from there. We got. We've met Pelly. We got Pelly and Grogu on the board. We got Cad Bane. We got Boba and Fennec and all their people. Everybody spread out, and Cad shows up 
outside of the sanctuary, which is the blown up place where Garza Flip and presumably not Max mm-hmm. Rebo were. And he basically just starts talking trash. So yeah. Boba's there. He goes out to confront him and he's like, hey, I killed Cobb Vanth. Your reinforcements aren't coming. The Pikes killed the Tuscans, yada, yada, yada. And Fennec convinces him to not do the thing right then. Mm-hmm. This was uh, right after um, Fennec basically tells Boba, yeah, nobody's sneaking up on us. And then AD8 comes in and says, uh, there's somebody outside asking for you, Master Fett. Lord Fett, there is someone here to see you. I thought you said nobody could sneak up on us. (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) I thought I smelled something. If you're looking for a job, you're late. I've already got a job. Cool as the other side of the pillow. I'm here to negotiate on behalf of the Pike Syndicate. I don't negotiate with gutless murderers. Ooh. If that's not the quack to call in the stifling slimy. Love it. I love the Star Wars idiom. Tell your bosses we know they're outnumbered. I wouldn't be counting on the people of Freetown to be coming anytime soon. I paid Marshal Van the visit. At that point, Boba knows. should have never left him without his armor. Right there. He knows. He's like, oh, crap. He's like, I, I, I've I, known Cad for a long time. Well, it's not very open Dude's to interpretation. Some... Yeah. When someone, yeah. when uh, the gunslinger line, says, I met your friend and you should have left him with armor, he means I shot them. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, but that I, line I, was used before. Yeah. Which is awesome. I did was, not. Uh, I did. Was that season two, Mando? Yeah, yeah. We both keep trying to talk over each other this whole time. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Um, I did not know that that was supposed to be such a deadly shot on Cobb Vanth. I thought they were like, oh, get the med pack and he got winged and that's uh, what it seemed like. Yeah. It was that mm-hmm. that was a, a big surprise to me. I did not uh I did not expect that. You know, when we talked on the live stream, we talked a lot about how we didn't really get what we wanted out of the dialogue. Like it was great, but we didn't get what we wanted out of the dialogue between these two. And obviously I know there's more later, but you know, hearing that again, you can hear there's a history just from yeah. that ini- from the initial greeting. You don't know what it is, but you know that they know each other, and you know that they don't like each other. Um, but I, yeah, but I think that's the thing is like we know it because we watch. No, Clone I think Wars you'd know it just from stuff. hearing it because he. It's not like there was no like, "Who are you? What do you want?" Mm-hmm. It was like, "Oh, this this bag of." Sh- just pulled in sorry i keep swearing <laughs> i was right. trying to not swear and Very then i nice. swore anyway um like it's 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 like the it's like if what happened with uh han and lando was real you know like oh uh, you like you got a lot of nerve coming here you know like yeah. mm-hmm. well it's i agree with you that there's clearly subtext there and like you know that they have history i think the reason i have a big complaint is because we know that that unfinished clone wars arc is out there and we know that it 
they're implying that it happened even more with with Cad Bane's metal implant on his head. So for them to not make a mention of that. Now, if they if we had already seen that episode and they just said like, oh, I've known you for a long time, yada, yada. And we already knew for a fact that it did happen because they already showed us. I would agree with you. Like, yeah, you know, it's history. And those of you who, if those of us who know, we know kind of thing. But the fact that there's that question mark that is still just like kind of an implication and, and spoiler alert, we're about to get there in 10 minutes, but Cad Bane died in this episode. I think the fact that they did not put the exclamation point and definitively comment on that shootout where, uh, Boba Fett got the iconic dent that's a missed opportunity to me and it's and it's and it's super disappointing. I I agree. They did a they did establish even to somebody who does not know Cad Bane from a stranger that these two have a history. Um but for mm. those of us who do know, I think there's a missed opportunity there and that was disappointing cuz that was those missed those lost clone work arcs um those are like special things that they've been bringing back. And I really would have liked to have seen that. Yeah. Not to be the right, Debbie so Downer get... while you were talking nice about it, but no, you're good. So Cad's the bearer of bad news to Boba and, uh, well, he's just, the... he's just trying to goad him into a fight. He's like, he's, yeah. he's poking at him. He's like, I mm-hmm. killed your friend and they killed your Tuscans and you suck. What a whatever. And he's trying to, because they don't want to have that all-out fight because they know that these guys, even though they have them outnumbered, these guys are dug in and they're good fighters and we're going to lose a bunch of people and we're going to cause a big mess. So maybe I can draw them out and kind of do this thing one-on-one. But Fennec is right behind him and she's like, no, you got to be patient. You're, you're, mm-hmm. These are your emotions talking. Uh, we are going to fight on our terms. So no, don't yeah. do this right now. And there was one really, really weird thing. She walked out behind him to be like, I've got your back. And Cad Bane said, I've got back shooters too. And I just thought yeah. that phrasing was very peculiar. And back shooters did not make me think of <laughs> like your associates there to, uh, get your back with their firearms i don't know i just yeah. thought it was weird. i got you i would like have a better them term could have been back used. up maybe i've also got yeah. backup would be the cover yeah cover and yeah. back yeah. shooters that sounds like a whole other kind of thing i don't know perv yeah anyway so <laughs> right after that we see simultaneously in an organized revolt the aqualish the Klaatuinians, and the Trandoshans all turn on the mod squad BK and our Gamorrean friends. Who I was were shocked manning there. <laughs> I was both shocked twist. and dismayed. It was a twist, a twist. Yeah. Yeah. Twist of a knife. A twist. It was, it was like M night Shyamalan directed this episode. It was so shocking that the criminal element did not <laughs> stick to their word. But we did see the Gamorians go off the edge. I feel like they could have maybe put up a little bit more of a fight. They just kept backing up. They never even swung their weapons a single time. But it was nonetheless, I'm not going to disparage our our poor deceased pig friends, who apparently I learned mm. in the newest High Republic book, they really like to be insulted in their common tongue. 
uh, to call them Ooh. dirty, stinking pigs is um, sort of in, like a endearing, I guess, in a way. But it was sad to oh, see him I go can't off wait the to edge. Dive into that one. We've been, uh, we've been, they've been with us since the very beginning. Sad I to see him go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there, we've got them. That everybody's revolting. They're calling in to Boba Fett. Here he realizes that everybody's turned on him. There's not much they can do, and so they send Fennec to go to the command center in Mos Eisley, which is where uh, Mayor Mokshez and uh, our unnamed Pike Syndicate representative on Tatooine are, and she's booking it to try and get to them, figuring if we cut off the head of the snake, maybe we can put an end to this thing. And on the way... She passes the speeder bike gang or the Vespa gang or the mod squad mm-hmm. or the Skittles or whatever you want to call these people. <laughs> um, right. And she bails right them out. Though. She, she mm-hmm. snipes the people that have them pinned down in the back and she does a bit of an extra flip and there's a weird little, Oh, you have good manners. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And off she zooms to go. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So the mod squad is headed back to the sanctuary to group up with Mando and Boba Fett who are holding off wave after wave of the pikes. There was a, a fun little bit of like comic relief with the mayor's um, major domo Twi'lek fellow who, do we have a name for him yet? He still has not had a name. He's, he's still, he's had no, a speaking part the, in half the episodes. Yeah. He's got no Pelly's name. boyfriend. Yeah, well, yeah, there was definitely some sexual tension there, and you know she's uh, mm-hmm. down the clown with digging the all kinds of yeah. uh, sentient species. So good mm-hmm. for them. Uh, you know, I guess the traumatic experiences can pull, bring up a lot of emotions. But he was like, "Hey, look, uh, I'm a I'm a diplomat. My fa- my family was rich. I went to finishing school. He was like such a douche yeah. about it. But he's like, "Hey, maybe I can help us get out of this." And and he he's being like kind of silly and funny because he's such a turd obviously uh and boba fett's like sure here take this note get out there take it to him um and it was really funny because he gets out there and he's like oh boba fett we like to offer this in order for you to just let us go but it turns out boba fett's like no you can leave and you can just piss off and uh, the twi'lek is like about to pee his pants when (laughs) the uh the Mandalorians pop up in their jetpacks, and they it was all like a ruse to get them distracted so they could get a couple shots in. Mm-hmm. Um, and they looked really good when they were jetpacking up there, picking off all the pikes. And then for some reason, instead of staying up there on the jetpacks or even landing on a roof, they <laughs> landed in the middle of the street and uh, were getting shot at. And I will say hey, let's stay in the kill box. Yeah. Let's just sit down here and get shot at over and over and over again. I don't want to pick nits, but that was like my biggest complaint with this episode was it was mostly big actiony fight scenes and, and stuff like that. And I will say if you're just watching it, it all looks really pretty, but a lot of what people are doing doesn't make any sense at all like there's a lot of just standing there and or being in the middle of a street or like i'm just gonna spin around or i'm gonna do a random flip here and there and like just 
Uh, there's one where Din's about to get stomped on for like a minute and a half, and he just lays there and covers his face up instead of like I don't know moving or anything. Uh, <laughs> just a lot of weird like it looks nice, and I maybe understand why it was choreographed that way, but no reasonable person would do these things in these situations. It was just I don't know. Yeah, I didn't love all of that stuff, but mm-hmm. there we were. So. The Mandalorians are getting shot at in the middle of the street. They're putting up a good fight. They're using all their gear. And that's when, just at the last minute, when with blaster bolts pinging off Beskar armor left and right, the people of Freetown show up in their, what's I can only describe as like a tank, which I don't know why the people of Freetown out in the middle of the desert as far as the eye can see, there's nothing have a tank, but they did. They rolled up on the tank. They, they saved Boba and Mando. They've got that little barrier, um, with the tank set up and they've got their back to the sanctuary and they're, uh, they've got a little, uh, they're dug in there. They're kind of set up and the mod squad shows up too. And somehow this was shocking to me too, because West last we saw BK, was like dogpiled by like 10, 12 Trandoshans yep. on top of him. Mm-hmm. He'd gotten chopped in the back with an axe. Uh, but here he comes limping up the middle of Main Street near death. <laughs> can I just, <laughs> I, this, this whole thing like had me messed up to begin with. So you took the guy who Wookiees clearly have a past with Trandoshans and he doesn't like oh, them as yes, evidence of what happened what in saying. the bar. No would and you're going to stick him in the middle of town with all of the Trandoshans. Like when they're dividing it up, them. that's the very first thing it would have been like, well, BK can't go to the Trandoshan area, obviously. So he goes to right. the other two. And then what? Like, right. How did that even, but okay. then, but then the Trandoshans like, the, and you see them walking around town. They all have like briefcases and pots and things with their weapons in it. All the Trandoshans pull out blades, no guns, just blades. And he's got this huge blaster rifle and just starts picking them off one by. And I'm like, okay, that was the dumbest thing on the Trandoshans part was trying to like just knife him to death. Yeah, <laughs> but yes, he's got ten to twelve Trandoshans Trandoshans on him with stabby weapons. How is he still alive at this point? No clue. He's a pin cushion, but he took takes a lick and yeah. he keeps on ticking. I don't know. Yeah. Um a wise man once said, It's not how hard you can hit, it's how hard you oh, can geez. get hit. Here we go. Keep pushing forward. It's the No, you gotta be like It's how hard you can get. <laughs> um but yeah it was uh yeah so that yeah ridiculous that speeder the tank speeder they had looked like a modified v35 courier so land speeder produced by soro sub corporation um and it we've saw it in in a new hope we saw it in a new hope um i think we saw it one other place too oh we saw it in attack Mm. of the clones as well okay Mm. well there we go now we know So now we've um, uh, we've got all our people except for Fennec, who's running to the command center, reconverging here, back where they started in front of the sanctuary. 
And I just have to play this because this was Boba and Santa. Because Santo's running down the middle of the street Dragging getting his shot foot. at. It was sad. Dragging his leg. And he gets shot in the quad like right before Boba gets many, to him. Many, many times. Many, many, many times. But this is the conversation that Boba has with him when he gets him back behind the tank. Welcome back, Santo. I have to confess, I thought you were gone. I owe you a nice long soak in the back to tank when this is done. They're falling back! They're falling like, back! Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait. You're telling me you left me there to die, and only when I came to you, bleeding, stabbed, with a hurt leg, do you offer a soak in a back to tank? Which, what? like... No matter what, if even if you thought somebody was dead and they turn up, are you going to be like, yo, I thought you got killed on that thing I sent you to do? I think you just keep that to yourself. Ah, whatever. Yeah. He's still learning the way well, it, of, of leadership. But like, I get that, mention- that Wookiees are giant and super strong, but like, how many times can you just get shot with a blaster and just keep on yeah. walking? Yeah. And not to mention, who wants to clean the back to tank out after you've put Oof, a Wookiee? I hope it's got a drain. There. That's um. Hope they got a droid for that job. Something to catch oof. the hair. <laughs> make that left droid do it. Yeah. Did you see him at yeah. the end? Yeah. 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 He's, he's he's probably the, the one that shut himself down, right? One that got scared. Yeah, because there's only, there's I would, only yeah, one. Yeah, I would figure. Yeah. 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 Um, All right. So continue. Yeah. So, and now that everybody's back together, we got the Freetown. Uh, back up. We got Mando and Boba. We got the mod squad. BK's back. Uh, he's still recovering at this current time, but they've got the pikes on the run. But don't celebrate too soon because as soon as the pikes turn around to flee, in come the Scorpinic. Is that what they're called? Scorpinics. Yep. Scorpinic droids, which are giant shielded cannon spider droids uh that take up like almost the entire width of the street they're huge and they're huge and their shields are uh apparently super powerful because you can't walk through them you can't shoot through them you can't stab through them with a dark saber um and they're throwing everything they got at these things and nothing's mm-hmm. happening not so much as a dent yeah. made in the shield and finally they have to just abandon their spot there where they've been dug in and flee for their lives run away and boba's like look mando protect these peeps i gotta go get reinforcements (laughs) and mando's like who the hell are you gonna get you don't know anybody else everybody's already here uh but okay fine and so he does so he's trying to distract the giant droids while everybody else scurries around like chickens with their collective heads cut off Mm -hmm. and then perfect timing right in the middle of everyone running about peli shows up with grogu in a rickshaw and it's like, hey, Mando, uh, your baby's back. And we get the loving reunion where he does his, his newly learned force jump. And they hug each other. And Grogu has on his Beskar t-shirt. And everybody's just so mm-hmm. happy. I do have that reunion here as well. I can't get through. 
Well, it's Boba and Mando with the shields. But this is... This is where Boba leaves him. Yeah, they're... This is where he's like, protect him. Protect him? I'll distract him? I don't know about protect. He's like, you don't know anybody else. What? Wait, jet... Wait, what? He just goes off on his jetpack, but... Um, no, Mando so and Grogu... Yeah, yeah. Jetpack uh, Mando fuel is like really prohibitively expensive. Mm, okay, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, it's it's um, just like Beskar. It was it's it's only mined on Mandalore, so it's like once it's gone, they really need to look gone. into some renewable energy for those yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which maybe that maybe that's why. Like so, when when Mando and Boba were talking in the room, he was like, "Oh, we got two options. We can either like." go out there and meet him head on and catch him off guard and then flee to your ship. You know, we'll fly to your ship. I mean, his ship's got to be pretty substantial amount away, but the reason that they fly into battle and then just land in the middle of it is because neither of them have really any technical experience in fighting with the group. Whereas Bo Katan with Axe Woves and Costa Reeves would have been like, no, 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 we're not going to land in the middle of the street. That's dumb. Like we're going to go here and we're going to go up on this building and I'm going to stay over here and we're going to just shoot down at all of them because we have jetpacks and we're not going to go down there. Maybe that's why they went. I might there. agree I with you that they do not have experience fighting with other Mandalorians because that stands to reason, yeah. but they are both supposed to be like lifelong trained warriors. So I would have thought just more general uh protect yourself have cover don't stand in the middle of the yeah it just seems like kind of (laughs) universally good strategy to me but this is um this is the mando grogu reunion hey mando look who's here what (laughs) hey what are you doing here oh like jumps okay, to his little guy. arms. I'm happy to see you too. I didn't know when I'd see you again. It's okay. Yeah. I didn't know we'd just I missed be you too, buddy. <laughs> but uh, but, uh we're in a bit of a bind here right now. Be careful, you keep your head down. You stay hidden until the fight's over. Hey, that's the shirt. You keep saying this even though Gregor saved his ass that time. There you go. There's your Scorpionic droid. Um, which I don't know. Have you guys seen the meme that somebody put out there? It was like after the the rickshaw droid like breaks because it overheats and like the the thing flies up and all of them are flying out. Somebody like freeze framed it on that and said, "Hi, I'm Grogu. I bet you're wondering how I got to this position <laughs> yeah. or something like that." It was hilarious. Um, but yeah, it was a nice little jetpack move though to save Grogu. Yeah. Uh, Pelly was. Um Every man for herself in that. She lost a tooth in the in the rickshaw accident, but she seemed <laughs> yes. okay. Her spitting that tooth out was a nice little like uh detail. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't phase her either. She was just like got up and moved. So she's been through some stuff. They kind of split these uh Scorpidec droids, and there's the ones that are following Mando and Grogu and Pelly. And then there's the ones that are following the mod squad and the Freetown people with BK. Uh, and that group finally gets to a place where, what's the mod squad girl's name? I can't remember. Drash. Drash. Yeah. She's like, look, 
Uh, we got to make a stand here. We got to dig in because if we keep backing up, we're going to be cornered. There's going to be nowhere to go. I grew up right around here. I know this place. So here's the place. Womp hop. Yeah. Um, whatever. Wop hop around. Wop hop away from here. Uh, so they get to like an archway with some good cover and they try to make their stand there. Um, but again, not doing a whole lot of damage against these giant droids. Mm-mm. So. Mando and Peli not looking good for them. All with Grogu. Uh, Mod Squad, Freetown people, BK not looking good for them either. And just in time, that's when we get Boba Fett riding on a mother truck and Rancor coming up over the top of the building, getting a roar like he's on a Tyrannosaurus Rex from the original Jurassic Park. It was glorious. It was everything you wanted it to be. I'm pretty sure it was like backlit with the sun. And then the Rancor wrecks uh, the droid. Wasn't easy. Still got the still got the shield, but breaks through it, breaks down the shield, and then Mando jumps on top, wipes it out with the Darksaber, finishes it off, and then... Boba and the Rancor go over to take out the other droids that have uh, the other group pinned down. Mm-hmm. And apparently a Rancor can beat a Scorpidec droid in hand-to-hand combat. We learned that. Yeah. And the Rancor did have, I didn't notice this on my first watch. Uh, I was a little annoyed because I felt like everybody was just kind of staring at the Rancor, letting it get shot and beat up. Um, even though they could have, you know, been participating even when the Rancor showed up, but it did have like a big metal plate on its chest. And I couldn't tell if that was like part of the saddle harness or was that actual like battle armor for the Rancor? Um, I don't know, but you guys can watch and review and give me your thoughts on that in the future, Mm -hmm. because it did have a giant metal plate. And I think at least a couple of the shots that it took, because it took a lot of shots, that Rancor. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see the plate. I think a but... couple a couple of them at least went into that plate. Yeah, it was hard to see because mm-hmm. it's really dark and it has dark skin or whatever, but it was there. So the Rancor wrecks everything. Um, Boba Fett does fall off of it, though, because Cad Bane shows up and shoots fire at the Rancor, which makes it kind of rear up and... And uh, Boba Fett falls off and the Rancor goes running off to Rampage and destroy the whole city and do some King Kong situations. Um, He's basically just running amok. And then we get the second showdown between Cad Bane and Boba Fett. They're talking mad trash to each other. Mm -hmm. And this one's, um, I have this audio. It's a little bit longer, so we may talking over top but uh this was a, a pretty epic meetup clear out take your hoodlum gang with take you. your hoodlum gang with you i've known you a long time boba boba one thing i can't figure what's your angle everybody's got an angle this is my city these are my people i will not abandon them like the Tuscans. I mean, to be fair, he didn't really abandon toy the Tuscans. With me. I'm not a little boy any longer. And you are an old man. I'm still faster than you. That may be. But I have armor. Let's find out. 
<laughs> Gunfight at the Mos Espa Corral. What's the smoke? Headbait no. smoked him. How's about the time? I need to get some twice. Get off to your back to tank. This is my city. Smoked him again. You gave it a shot. You tried to go straight, but you've got your father's blood pumping through your veins. You're a killer. This isn't the first time I beat you out on a job. Rips his helmet off. There's no shame in it. There. He's got his gun in his chest, ready to go. This is where the villain Consider gets cocky. This my final lesson. Look out for yourself. Anything else is weakness. Hits him with the gaffy. Down. Done. Got him. Well, minus the stab. I knew you were a killer. Hear him wheezing. Just. Yeah. I don't know how this worked for everybody else, but I feel like they were dancing around it and it never really, like. So the point of the whole thing was Boba was like reborn and he learned from these Tuscans that it's better to be part of a tribe and work together for each other. Um, and and that's kind of what he's trying to do. I feel like with Mos Espa is he's trying to get everybody to work together for everyone to have a better life. Because, you know, if you're living better, then I'm living better and we can all do better together kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then we get to the end and Cad Bane's like, you know, you've got to, you've got to, he's saying the opposite. You, you've only got to look out for yourself and you're a stone cold killer and all these things. But, and I just don't think that the, that theme ever like came full circle because he did just kill him by himself at the end Mm -hmm. like he he didn't let him live and show him mercy he didn't bring him into the fold he wasn't saved by his tribe he wasn't like i don't i don't think i really i don't think it really came together in the end the way i wanted it to because i loved all that stuff with the tuscans in the beginning um and then at the end i feel like he just used his tuscan stick to do exactly what Cad Bane said he was, which was supposed to be the old him, you know, the killer, mm-hmm. the lone gunman. Uh, I thought that was what the whole rebirth thing was, but then it ended with him in a one-on-one fight killing his opponent. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's like the whole, the whole point of it was lost to me or, or maybe I just didn't get it. I'm I'm on the same page. I'm on the same page with you. Let's dive into it after the synopsis here. Oh yeah, we're bit. well, we're Let's right at the end. And, so the, yeah. Boba kills Cad Bane. We get the Rancor out, like literally running amok. He's climbing the buildings. Amok, amok, Din's amok, trying amok. to to stop him, but Din is like 
oftentimes useless and couldn't do anything. And the rancor is like chewing on his head or what. And finally Grogu goes out and is able to calm down the rancor and get it to go to sleep. And Grogu lays down and takes a nap next to uh, the rancor. Nap, it's nap, very, nap. very cute. We get, yes. we cut straight to Finnick, like on the roof of the hut that the, the, crime bosses are in in most Eisley and she's just taking them all out one by one uh the mayor gets like a noose slipped around his neck and yanked up into that the air wild. and we just see the feet dangling it was very cool you hear the snap I thought of she his was, neck i thought she was just pulling him out at first and then and then i was like oh no he's <laughs> no. just hanging there nope. she's a master <laughs> nope. assassin not a master kidnapper mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so she murks all of them, <laughs> wipes out the whole room, no problem. And then we get to sometime later, but not too far later, because Boba's still like nursing a sore arm or whatever. But mm-hmm. all the townspeople are kind of getting their things back together, but they're bowing and saluting and doing like their shoulder thing um, because they respect what Boba and Fennec and their people did Mm -hmm. because they know that they ran the spice out of town. And I don't think they did a great job with this through line, but the, the overarching story is that the spice was really oppressing this town and people were out of work and they didn't have any money. And, and um, it, it was basically, you know, like a heroin epidemic in the Midwest or something here in, mm-hmm. in, uh, on Tatooine and, and they ran it out of yeah. town. Uh, Mando and Grogu fly off and Cobb Vanth is in the back to tank about to get some kind of mod in the post credit scene. Right. And that is season one of the book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Uh, I just want to play this short one from Boba and Fennec walking down the street because the music killed me. Here just killed me. Uh, why does it have to be the right arm? You should take a nice soak in the back to tank. It's being used. At first, I thought it was BK, but then you know he shows up here at the end. But why must everyone bow at me? That's better than shooting. Are those my only two choices. When you run the town, it is. Thank you. May Lou run fruit? We are not suited for this. Wait, what? If not us, then who? I the the I I get the happier tone of music, the Ren Fair music version of the song, pan kind of or whatever that is. Yeah, I was like, uh, all right, whatever. I get it. You know, it's all right. It just it didn't do it for me there, but. Um, you're what you talked about earlier, Kyle, with the whole family thing that, you know, Boba being reborn from the sand and, um, you know, uh, being a changed man. This was kind of this, the end of this was kind of the same thing for me with, well, wait, you started this because you wanted better for these people. Now that you've got better for these people, you're like, I don't want to do this. This isn't, it could have easily been like, yeah, this is going to be an adjustment, but I think we can do it. This season, like, I, and I don't want to like bring up an old thing or be overly critical or whatever, but it, it made me feel very much like the sequel trilogy did because I felt like they started out like, oh, here's all these cool ideas. Here's we're mm-hmm. we're like laying all this framework, 
And then the last like three or four episodes, they're like, oh, never mind. We're just going to kind of flip the script and do something totally different. Um, which, if you like what they did in those last few episodes better, that's cool, like to each their own, but it didn't all fit together to me. It didn't work as a cohesive mm-hmm. thing, as a yeah. one yeah. piece of art. I just, it didn't come together. To and me. that's. And that's yeah. one of my questions for you guys, right? Is knowing that the show was titled The Book of Boba Fett, do you feel satisfied with the story that you received concerning the titular character? Like, was there more that they could have done to expand on the backstory of Boba Fett? Or is there anything that you maybe, as part of his history, that you would have liked to have, have seen included in this series? Josh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with you because you, you know more about Boba Fett and, and have read more on him, certainly more than me. Um, what's your take on the story as a whole? Um, I think this show suffered from not enough episodes. Um, and I also think that it just feels like maybe they didn't really know exactly what they wanted to do with him. Um, because like Din for a lot of what Din's story is, is like the manifestation of what, Boba Fett would have been beforehand without without some of the you know softer stuff with Grogu but like the you know the the tough mm-hmm. like uh lone gunman bounty hunter code of honor but still you know a tough customer type thing and right. so I feel like this was a pivot from what maybe they originally wanted to do and they didn't think it through all the way but it, and it also doesn't help, like, you know, pulling two full episodes away from his story. So you just cut yeah. his time down even more. I know yeah. they needed to get Din with him, but I like I don't know that they needed to do everything that they did. So seemed like an odd way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle, what about you? Is there there anything that you would have liked to have seen with with Boba's character or development here? I I don't. Um... Not necessarily that way. Uh, I just feel like they started the first part of the season, all, all everything with those flashbacks, that everything before we met up with Mando, really, I thought it was all so well done, and it was um, such an interesting story, and then it kind of went off the rails to me. I... I see it kind of like um, the difference between Clone Wars and Rebels. So Clone Wars was this giant sprawling story with so many characters and they traveled all over the place and it had all these larger implications. And then Rebels was a smaller story about a family of what five or six people and their specific experience and they interacted with a bunch of other people too and they were around during these things but it was like a smaller more personal story and that's what Mm. i think boba fett started out as so where mandalorian is a big story about all mandalorians focused on din but what has happened to mandalore and the Mandalorians and we've got the dark saber and he's interacting with the leftovers of the Jedi. Um, you know, he's ran into Mm -hmm. so far three of the only four Jedi we know are alive at this point. Um, other than 
uh, Ezra is out there somewhere, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. Cal, maybe, uh, I don't know, yeah. but like, so it's this giant story. And then I thought book of Boba Fett was going to be this small story about Boba Fett and his life and how it's changed in his old age after this traumatic mm-hmm. experience that we saw in uh, return of the Jedi and, and, and then maybe with Fennec and, and this smaller story that's going to include some bigger characters that, uh, you know, tangentially intersects with Din Djarin and stuff like that. But instead we ended up with two and a half episodes that were centered around that larger Mandalorian and Jedi stuff. And the, the yeah. small personal stuff about Boba Fett kind of went out the window and they didn't really finish it off. And, I, I think it started great and finit and and they didn't stick the landing. I guess is the Agreed. shorter yeah. version of what I was rambling about. Oh, same boat. Um, is, so one of those characters that could have been a bigger part of the smaller part of Boba Fett's story was Cad Bane, right? And we talked, we touched a little bit on it briefly earlier. Was the relationship that was there between the two? You had enough that you knew there was history there, but not enough for us who have watched all of clone wars and watched all of rebels and we've watched the the you know cut footage do you do you think that there was enough there for let's say the the average star wars fan to maybe understand the dynamic that has existed between those two characters since boba fett was a kid i think there was some i think I think that it actually probably worked better for people who don't know Cad Bane than for people who do. Because if you didn't yeah. know, you'd be like, yeah. oh, these guys obviously have beef. Uh, he said he's not a kid anymore. So, like, obviously he's known him like his whole life. Um, you know, these guys obviously don't like each other and they obviously have had quite a few run ins. But, like I was mm-hmm. saying before, for those of us who do know, I really, 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 really wanted confirmation of that duel where Boba Fett got his dent and Cad Bane got shot in the head for two reasons. One, that dent is iconic. Like that is a signature thing. If you're going to become a Mandalorian Merc, you cannot have a helmet with a dent in it like that unless you are specifically doing Boba Fett because that is such a Boba Fett thing. And Mm -hmm. Cad Bane never loses a shootout he can take out jedi sometimes so he actually got shot in the head by boba fett at one point this is like it's a huge monumental thing and it's like if you're a diehard you know all about all this unfinished animation and we know that it's implied and the fact that they had multiple conversations talking about how they have history and they didn't even he could have just said something about I'll put another dent in your armor, in your helmet, or you're going to end up with another plate in your head or any, any way to just confirm that that happened. And the fact that I didn't, I think is just the fact that it didn't, I think is just like, so, 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 so disappointing because now it can't because he's dead unless they do some other flashback thing or (laughs) another series where he's younger or something like that. But uh, it was just such a missed opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. And th- these, I mean, these two, John Favreau and Dave Filoni, they love doing the, 
they, you know, every, everything that they do, they do, they're like, we're making this for the general audience, the casual Star Wars fans, and the people who maybe aren't Star Wars fans, but will watch it because it's popular or whatever. And then, but putting in those, if you know, you know, moments, but making the, they're never, I shouldn't say never, but a lot, most of the time they're like this, where it's like, ooh, they're acknowledging their history, but they're not giving us enough yeah. detail. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, there's the reference, but it's not going to like, they're not going to beat you over the head or give you too much. Just enough that we do the Leo meme, you know? Well, yeah. we, I just, like, but like, with that exactly. Like, Cat having the plate is enough to know that that shootout existed for those of us that have seen it. But it, again, it's like, it's enough to guess. You want something a little bit more con concrete. Because that yeah. could have technically happened from something else, in theory, mm-hmm. until they say it didn't. You know, I, 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 I just yeah. think we we got the Bad Batch, we got the 332nd, we got the Siege of Mandalore. Why, did, why didn't they just confirm it? It's one line of dialogue. Why didn't they just say it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a shame. So, so watching this, we got at least what seems like a, a pretty distinct conclusion to Boba's story with Fennec and what he's doing on Mos Espa, but... Clearly, we've left the door wide open for two of our favorite characters, Mando and Grogu, because we see them hop in the the Naboo N1 Starfighter and jet off to who knows where. Where do you think uh, we're going to find these characters at the start of Mandalorian Season 3? Josh, what about you? They're going to Mandalore, man. I can't can't imagine anywhere. I mean, uh, could they stop off somewhere else and prep? No side quest? Well, I, I, I mean, I, I envision the next, the next um, season to be, um, like an uneasy allies with, um, uh, my lady Bo, Lady Bo Katan, Bo. Um, where you know she's like, I want that sword, man, and he's, and he's like, well. I'm, uh, I'm going back to Mandalore to do such and such. And so they kind of align, mm-hmm. but it never, and then, and maybe she's, maybe she's not the big bad, but she's definitely not going to be an ally the entire season. Okay. Hmm. Nice. And now I think about you, any- Grogu's just along for the ride. I don't know that he has a big story piece. Um, I think it'd be interesting if if Mando finds out Luke made him choose because I know he's like, oh, you've got you've got the gift that I left for you. He doesn't know Luke made him pick one or the other, yeah. right? What if he finds out Luke made him pick and he's like, well, bro, like I left him with you so you could train him so he could grow up and develop because I can't teach him those things. I gave him the armor to protect him, even though it was hard for me to let him go. I did right it, why did you force him to choose instead of i don't maybe just i don't saying, see mando having that reaction because he i think he has already been prepped for that sort of how the jedi roll because oh uh, that could be uh, yeah ahsoka yeah. already told him because like of, uh, the attachments are a thing and the the armor mm-hmm. already told him that the attachments are a thing and they they can't do that so i, I don't think he would react that way um yeah. But, Where do you see him going? Uh, I'm not sure. I agree that there has been too much t- 
talk about the mines and seas of Mandalore and the Mythosaur and the ruler of Mandalore and the Knight of a Thousand Tears and all this stuff for that to not be a big part of it. Um, obviously, Bo-Katan is still vested in this whole thing. Um, I don't think we've seen the last of the armor and Paz Vizsla either. Now that he knows that that dark saber is out there in someone else's hands. I think at least he, if not, she is going to continue to covet it, even though he already tried once. Um, but I'm not, I'm really not sure. I think there's more to that story with Grogu. I would love if we, found a way for him to be a force user that takes a different path than the Jedi. Um, because we, and this is something that they said in one of the high Republic books and I, it might've been in master and the apprentice too, but like we oftentimes equate the force with the Jedi, but that is not the case. You can use the force. You can be a benevolent force user and not follow the Jedi order. That's, Jedi is a religion and the force is a, a universal power. You know, they're not like, uh, you, you can have was, one uh, without the other. So I would love to see like, yeah. yes, I am not going to adopt the, um, you know, dogma of the Jedi order, but I'm still gonna practice and be a force user. Um, I'm interested was, to see uh, that story because obviously we're not going to just Grogu just doesn't use the force now. That makes no sense. Um, right. But obviously he chose not to be a Jedi too. So I'm, I'm interested in that story and what version of force wielder can Grogu be? Um, we know mm -hmm. Ahsoka's out there tooling around being a good guy, force wielder. That's not a Jedi. So yeah. here we go. That's uh, she's very much like the way seekers in high Republic. Mm -hmm. Um, which I, the conversation that you just spoke of was, um, was Orla talking almost as, I think that was Orla, Orla to Stellan. Yeah. Yeah. About his, his, um, kind of narrow minded view that the Jedi and the force the are Jedi intertwined are the force. and that's the only yeah. thing. And he's not a big fan of way seekers that don't obey the Jedi order and just kind of go do their own thing. So, but they do have a mutual respect for each other, all be a tense respect for each other, I guess, he, if that's a way to put it. He comes around but, on that um, towards the end there. Of he does. Book. He does. He does. We'll, we'll talk about that one later on. But yes, that was a good point. Um, what are some of the things that, uh, that you guys enjoyed from this episode uh, of Book of Boba? I, I mean, I still, even though we had our issues with it, I still liked Boba and uh, Cad Bane having uh, a showdown. Um, yeah. Boban the Rancor was pretty cool. Um, the moment uh, seeing uh, Black K, uh, you know, take a million shots and keep going is, is cool. And Still seeing, going. So seeing, seeing him in every action. Every time he's on screen, like no matter how many times they show him, I'm still just like, man, that thing looks cool. Mm -hmm. there were a lot of you know even though we have our issues with it we had our issues with the season as a whole there were still like so many like wow star wars man mm -hmm. like moments yeah, yeah and for sure i st i still come out 
at the end of this, like being happy that it's happening, and you know, I'm not like for sure. <laughs> the, the mm-hmm. Ruin my, John Favreau ruined my childhood. Like, stop. <laughs> yeah, any new Star Wars is uh, is good Star Wars. Yeah, so Robert Rodriguez shouldn't do any Star Wars. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't want anybody to think I'm like that negative. I I have complaints. I have complaints with everything almost always, but like this more good than bad for sure and i am very happy that they're making more star wars and like josh said there was tons of stuff that i was just like oh man that was super cool um i've talked a lot this episode already so i don't have too much more but one thing i did notice that is really cool i think uh cad bane is such a western gunslinger like from the look Mm -hmm. to his theme to everything but you can actually hear when he shoots his gun, his blaster, it has like a like a crack, like a six shooter sound um, that's mm-hmm. different than all the other blasters. Um, and I think it's cool. It even sounds like a classic Western gunslinger gun with the like electronic blaster sound behind it too. But um, I noticed that when I rewatched it today, and that is really cool because I do love Cad Bane. Sad to see him go. Yeah. one of my one of my all time favorite characters. You think he's dead? He seemed pretty dead to me, and he's real old. I mean, he's real, real old. We thought we thought Fennec Shand was dead. True. We thought Boba Fett was dead. She was left for dead on the sands of Tatooine. Um, yep. Yeah, I I would. Well, let's back it up. Do you guys think we're getting another season of the Book of Boba Fett? Yes, although I don't feel it's going to be soon. I think it'll be another probably two years. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like maybe not. I feel like we might. You think that closed the chapter? I, I think I think we're gonna see more Boba Fett and Fennec Shan. I don't know that he's gonna have his own show anymore. Um. And I think we're going to get more shows like that. Like as we go through whatever this major crossover thing is, we might get like a show that's like like a Bo-Katan show and it's one season of five episodes mm-hmm. for her to do some side quest that's related to the whatever this crossover. Do you guys think that there's actually going to be a crossover movie at the end of this? That's the that's the scuttlebutt on the internet is that the sh- the the culminating thing in all these shows that are crossing over together. Film is a feature film that would be cool i I don't they've never done anything like that that doesn't mean they couldn't i don't know i thought the end of this felt like it was going into a season two we had the cast of characters that we got introduced to all circled around and eating a melon and having a laugh at the end and we got cob cob vant in the back to tank in the post credit scene obviously Mm -hmm. there's more to be told with that story or why would you show it um, but you can continue all of that stuff and not actually have a show, though. That's the thing. You could. Like, True. when Din needs troops later, he calls on Boba, and who comes with Boba? Oh, Cobb Vance alive, and look, he's got a robot arm, or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, um... I, I j- it doesn't strike me as that's what Disney would do, just say, oh, hey, here's a surprise movie with all these characters in it from these shows that's coming. I mean, they map that stuff out pretty good 
and they're oh, normally just because it hasn't been announced yet releasing. doesn't mean it's not yeah i'm not i think it's i think i think we got two more seasons of mando two seasons of ahsoka yeah. something to replace rangers of the republic so, um, so that would be like three to five years yeah. down the road there would be a movie yeah yeah, yeah. all these yeah it was... maybe who knows maybe that's feige's movie Oh, yeah. or maybe it's or maybe it's uh, uh, Taika's movie. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna poo-poo it if that happens. Like anyway, again, if I'm getting more new Star Wars, I'm always happy. It's totally fine with me. So I'll be interested because it it uh, you know even I feel like with the MCU, while they're still good, I feel like I generally am more attached to the solo movies than the team up movies. With the exception of maybe the last one, because they were like tying up so many loose ends and doing so much stuff that you kind of just kind of put it over the top. But like the first two mm-hmm. Avengers movies, I liked all of the solo movies better than those. Yeah, gotcha. Um, there was a lot to like, though. You're right, Josh. Tons to like in this series. Um, probably more than we, you know, and, and if you, if we nitpick or like things like that, again, I said this on the live stream, all of us, every person listening to this show, every person watching star Wars could write their own version of the exact same story. And we'd probably all have a different version of the story. So you're never going to please everybody. And it, 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 it happens. Like, it's okay. Like everybody's allowed to like what they want to like. Like, again, you can find, Something that you like in all Star Wars to go yeah. along with things that you maybe don't like. I've, I, yeah, as I say, I've, there's definitely things I like in every Star Wars video thing I've ever, I, I've, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, you know, I was, I say, I don't think there's, I should just say Star Wars media because I don't even think that there's yeah. been like a bad book even, but I tell you what, these, these High Republic books are killing it right now. Yeah, I love they are every really Republic good. Book. Um, I don't think I've read a higher even the, even the YA novels and the younger stuff. Like I don't think I've like not enjoyed anything in those books. It, it's all good. So, um, but yeah, this uh, this episode. I can't, you're right. You're right, Kyle Cadbane. Live action can't be beat. That was phenomenal. Um, it's absolutely loved his character and the way that they did it. I got got nothing to fault there. So great. Who's next? On the animated to live action bucket list. Ooh. Hondo. We got us? Yes. Yes. That's, nope, that's yeah. the answer. There is no oh, other you answer. Mean, you mean that's Senator Rio Tucci is not Hondo on your list? <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Hondo or Rex? Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah, Rex would be super well, I mean, dope some too. people would believe, some people would believe you've already had live action Rex in Return of the Jedi, but. It's a little That's cheap. I think That's a little when yeah. he says Rex, he means in the in some version of five oh first armor. Right. Not not the bald dude with the beard that was literally on Endor standing no. in the background. That's a good not one Rex. too though. That's a good mm-hmm. one. Rex. Uh would Tim play Rex? Yeah. Yeah. Um That's a good question, Josh. I don't know. Put a beard on that guy and warm up his dialogue a little bit. Yeah. Boom. Um, you know what? I actually, this is going to sound weird. I would actually like to see one of the, um, one of the separatist, uh, general droids 
those like the yeah. the commander um they were just really cool tactical droids super yeah the tactical droids they were just super cool super smart i would actually like to see kind of one of them in live action maybe actually doing something not just like a part in the background but like as a villain like somebody retro fitted or like retro programmed it yeah like that would be super cool like i would like to see that just an obscure character like that that actually now is of substantial uh depth i guess i would go with uh any any of the ghost crew too um sabine hera kanan zeb i mean if they could pull a garazeberalius well we saw love off on uh in live action that would be so so sick Mm -hmm. but they did bk and made him look killer so there's no reason you couldn't do um zeb and i didn't say thrawn because we know we're getting him yeah that's sort of happening they mentioned him they know we know they're getting and i I really think sabine Mm -hmm. is probably inevitable too i can't imagine we're going to do all this ahsoka and mandalorian stuff and a sabine wren never pops up that would be crazy um so then Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go with hondo or hera would probably be the two coolest to see because you know they can do a cool twi'lek too yeah yep anything else on uh episode seven book of boba before we wrap this up nope stick a fork in it (laughs) sounds like a plan my man you're all clear kid now let's blow this thing and go home Well, if that's not the quack to calling the stifling slimy people, I don't know what is. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode covering episode seven, Book of Boba Fett. Uh, what was this? This was uh, in the name, in the of, name honor. of honor. Good title. I like it. I like it. Um, anyway, go go check us out. You can go back. Uh, any one of our podcasts and our live streams are available on YouTube, uh, so you can go back and watch those there. Podcasts, you can find us anywhere you find podcasts, Outer Rim Beacon. Uh, social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at OuterRimBeacon.com. And you can email us, um, OuterRimBeacon at gmail.com. Go like us, subscribe, send us a review. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, if there's anything on the show that you want to hear us talk about, obviously send it over. We're going to dive into Probably Higher Republic. Next, we've got uh, Fallen Star to go over, which we haven't done yet. Um, we've got some Thrawn books to go over we haven't done yet. We've got a lot of stuff coming up. So um, check it out. My name's Justin. You can follow me on Twitter at I am the Bendu. Where can they find you guys at? Me, a general. This is Josh. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at... Battle of Tanab. This is Kyle, and I am KB underscore legend on Instagram, Twitter, and everything else. Nice, nice. Well, everybody, stay safe, stay warm. It's cold here in the Midwest, but I think it's actually supposed to warm up next week. So, super excited about that because I'm tired of freezing my booty off. But uh, stay safe out there. Everybody, stay healthy and uh, go do something Star Warsy. As always, may the force be with you. Enlighten life. Boba. Like Fett. a bantha. Boba. Boba. Fett. Bye.